0: Mike, welcome to Season 2. Season 2 already in 2021. I am so happy to see 2020 goodbye. (laughs) It was a learning adventure. Man, uh, oh man, was it. No, it was not a learning adventure. It was just miserable. It was like Groundhog (laughs) Day every single day. So I'm looking forward to the new adventure and a new opportunity. It should be good. In this week's episode of The Selling Podcast we
1: start season two and i'm sure i'm gonna find some sound effect That's just applause raving applause I mean, everybody's need, excited gonna be rocking <laughs>
0: we need something all right we're recording with
1: over 50 years and millions of worldwide traveled miles between the two of us we have tasted defeat and relished in sweet sweet victory Looking for inspirational entertainment, motivation, and practical insights to drive your business? Welcome to The Selling Podcast. In this week's episode, we talk about what season two will look like. We'll reflect about season one. We'll talk about guests we'll potentially have back on. And we're going to define, now that we're understanding who we are, we're going to define it a little bit more and understand where we are headed. So welcome, enjoy, and come along for our journey. So you think we've discovered who we are? I think I think we're getting close. I think we're getting close. As we see our subscribers going up, see some of the comments, we're starting to define our audience. We're understanding you. We're understanding who you are and how we can best engage with you. So once again, shameless plug, if you haven't subscribed, if you haven't shared it, we ask you to share this podcast with that friend. You share it with your sales team. We want to continue to produce content that's beneficial for you and your team and it's just so much fun for us to do. Mike, I'm, I'm having gonna, a blast.
0: I'm going to steal a line from another podcast that I heard. We only accept 5-star reviews. Nothing less. <laughs> so when you go to go to leave a review or like us, only give us 5 stars. That's perfect. Mike, I've been
1: fascinated with the whole podcast experience when when I started, I really was interested in the broadcasting side. I love editing. I love not necessarily hearing my bo- voice, although I do enjoy that. it's it's being able to to have an audience to be able to interact with said audience. I love working with you. The podcast it's just a great experience. It's changed though a bit for me. I did I it I did it all for that and for a very selfish reason and I still continue that selfish reason but my selfish reason has expounded into something even more selfish. Uh I get, we get time to speak to certain individuals that I would not have access or availability to any other way if it weren't for this podcast. That
0: has been awesome. And And it is exciting to see that keep going.
1: Oh, absolutely. I've gone back and I've listened to, to our, our sponsor mobile coach and understanding more about a chat bot before I was actually on the podcast. I had no idea what a chat bot
0: was and how it could affect my life. Oh, we need to get Vince back on because mobile coach is a really good sponsor. But even better than that, it's pretty cool technology and used the right way. It can reinforce trainings, it can drive new behaviors. It's really an awesome thing. It gives you
1: so much more time back as well. Oh, yeah. Which is great. And then going even further with some of the individuals we spoke with, you know, seeing what Brian Cappy's been up to recently, Alex Elaine. It's, you know, we'll have Ray back on. It's fun to hear and reconnect and for many instances, just connect with these individuals.
0: Uh, that That's absolutely correct. And I think the, the best part about it is I get to listen to them talk and I get to steal their ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sure Larry Long Jr. somewhere is just with his head blowing up because I'm stealing all of his ideas.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, but you look at Veronica Romney when you talk about personal marketing, you know, and just oh, branding. Yeah. I've listened to that podcast over and over myself. Just intrigued with, you know, how do I get people to lean in even more on what I'm saying? You know, whether it's this podcast alone, whether it's the sales, whether it's, you know, family, whatever I'm doing, I want people leaning in because they're thinking, hmm, there's something I want to pay attention to what he's going to say.
0: Well, as we've kind of evolved and started focusing more and more on the new sales model that we've kind of outlined and decided. Mm-hmm. is the future of sales. I want to go back and talk to some of those individuals that we've met with before and get their take on it. We've already got time scheduled with James Muir coming up and he'll be a, a quick soon guest for the next podcast or two, but there's others that want to get their take on it, what they think of the new sales model.
1: It'll be interesting because some of the people we've been running more younger individuals than older individuals on the podcast We've had some really good younger. That's great. We've had just a handful of really experienced, almost retired individuals. It'll be interesting to go back to here and as they see the evolution uh, versus the younger people, I'm wondering if you're just so close to it that you, you that some individuals might not see it. So I'm, I'm curious to explore it
0: more. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Yeah, that'll give us a different perspective, wouldn't it? Because I think as you look at your own industry, you get so close to the to the process that you don't take a step back and see how it's evolving. You're you're caught up in the nitty-gritty day-to-day.
1: Absolutely. So, when we were speaking to Donald Kelly, the sales evangelist, mm-hmm. before we even got him on, I was talking to him and just said, "Donald, listen, we we want to have you on. We're interested to get your thoughts and he asked right off the bat, he says, who's your audience? I said, well, here's the audience. I think, I think we have, you know, young, new sales reps. I think we have, you know, managers. I think we have execs listening. And I think they're, they're listening for this reason. They want to pick up some, some nuggets, some sales truths that they can take and implement and change the way they're running their sales business. He yeah, says, and that's, that's our goal. That's a lot. It He's, is. That's a lot of people to try to cover. Is it too much? And it was, it was really interesting because that started, started me thinking, you know, more about our audience. What is our audience really looking for? And it wasn't until a few months later, a listener reached out and said, you talk a lot, give me two or three key points that I can take away and really implement to change the way I'm selling.
0: Yeah, and we're not very good at that. We don't summarize that well. And we certainly don't give concrete steps to take. But I think if you look at the big picture, if you look at the way that we have this organized and have this little podcast structured, we bring on people that are interesting to us, right? Mm-hmm. And we're just hoping that the audience finds them interesting. So I think we're transposing our wants onto the audience, so to speak. And I would love nothing more than to hear from some of the listeners, tell us you're on the right track or no, you're not on the right track. And here's what I think we could use. So if you've got a, a place to fill in a comment, leave your comments below.
1: Absolutely. James Muir pointed out to us and it kind of also got me along that, you know, who we are. He says, you guys come up with a lot of theories. You're, you're, you're pretty theoretical in what you're discussing and coming from James, that was a huge compliment. The dude's super, super smart um, and knows his theories inside and out. It was interesting though, to, to hear, I didn't consider us as, as highly theoretical as I go back and have listened to several podcasts, I can see exactly what he's talking about. We're discussing a topic. And we go in somewhat in depth in that topic. And then we try always to pull out those two or three concrete steps. But as you mentioned, we don't always do that. And so <laughs> see, see, season two, the focus is, is will be as we talk about theory and break it down, we want to come out with those two or three concrete steps of uh, actionable things that you can do to enhance your sales uh,
0: performance. Okay. And the first step is leave us a five-star review. That's that's the very first step, right? (laughs) Now, that's true. That's true. And even Fred Kupchak, when we were talking with Fred, he was mentioning the same thing, that there's the theory, but then there's the practical application. And Mm -hmm. he said, we were close to being right, which is, again, another (laughs) great compliment that we're on the right track. We just need to make sure that we're fine-tuning it down to what the actionable steps are for our listeners. It's interesting that... My favorite podcast,
1: there's several of them, but one of them might have been the podcast with Jeff Regan. I don't know that it was our most listened to, and it goes in depth quite a bit. I like, though, that it focuses on customers. How do we engage customers? Because that's where it all begins. If we Mm -hmm. can't engage a customer properly... We can't figure out where that baseline of their knowledge and our expertise is. And so it's that initial how to engage the customer. You know, it starts with personal branding with Veronica. And then from there, it goes to what Jeff Regan was talking about, which was putting the customer, understanding the customer, asking the right questions and, you know, having that that determination and finding out everything that Ray was talking about. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it it bounces to to several of the other guests that we've had on as well.
0: Yeah, it's a progression for sure. and But I think when you try and roll it all into one understandable picture as a sales representative, all of these are just little jigsaw puzzle pieces that you mm-hmm. kind of assemble and develop your own style, your own process. But you have to do it within a framework. And I think that's our that's where I see our goal of kind of providing this is the framework that you're going to be building this puzzle. You just need to pick up all the pieces and put them in the right order.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Recently, I had the experience, I had been trying to get a hold of a certain physician for several months, like two or three months, emailing, texting, stopping by, nothing seemed to work well. And so I finally just stopped by, wrote a note and said, hey, I'm going to be back on Thursday. I want to come see you. What kind of car does he drive? (laughs) So she drives a Jeep. Okay, She drives a Jeep. Where does she park? Uh she parks in the northeast corner.
0: What time does she get to work?
1: I don't know that. I don't so know that.
0: It's a good place <laughs> to park and wait and see, isn't it?
1: It it it, it is. It is. And trust me, I thought of many times leaving a note <laughs> on her car and, and <laughs> you're just waiting for her. hey, I'm trying to get a hold of you.
0: You have uh, to be careful. There may be an arrest warrant out for stalkers <laughs> like you.
1: <laughs> there very well could be. It, it was interesting though, but as soon as I got and sat down, she asked, Hey, you've been trying to get a hold of me. What do you have to present? And it was fun because we've spoken about this many times. That's And I said, well, from my understanding, you use this, this, and this, just setting that baseline to say, this is how much I know, you know this much about me. You're currently using this product. And then I I don't remember, and I'm trying to recall exactly what I said, but it was something along the lines of, I realize this is what you're doing. I want to open you up to something potentially different, not in a product, but as an idea, you know, this is, this is kind of the way the industry is going. And it was fun because she stopped me and she says, hold on one second. And she comes back with a letter from the FDA and the letter basically said, we are curious as to why you're doing X, Y, and Z. And we're seeking further clarification. And she says, here, read the letter. What's your opinion? I said, whoa, this is a serious letter. You don't want my opinion. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not anything. But it was fun to have established that credibility that I can help her out. And so she was willing and trusting me with this letter for a review. And so I said at that time, and I read through it and realized there was a lot going on. And so I said, I want to digest it more. Let me come back in a week with an evaluation of suggestions and so i followed up with an email of clear what i how i understood it and clear steps that she could take and then followed up with her you know personal visit and said this is what i think you should do and apparently our product actually fits in that you know it could fit fit in and solve a solution for you so it was really good It was that fun taking that, that finding and what we've spoken about, get it, gathering all the information and they're presenting a solution in a way where I'm not necessarily pushing my product. I'm there as a consultant for her. She's seeing my value. She's asking me about a business decision for her overall practice that could influence how she conducts business, and if she's ever going to conduct business in the future. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I'm able to establish, hey, here are my thoughts. By the way, if you put my product in here, it's likely going to help. But that's not going to solve the whole solution. So I gave other connections and other solutions to be able to solve the problem. That is fun. As you're able to move you know, customers, as you're able to move people through that whole process, putting it all together.
0: I like the thought process too, Scott, of having all of the different listeners in different industries and different environments. We've got in people who are listening who they're in a, a call center and they've got one opportunity and then it's on to the next customer. All the way to like you were doing, you've got a very structured call pattern and you've got a limited number of potential customers and you're calling on the same people every week. I think there's, there's room in each one of those models for the same kind of process that we've been talking about, where you understand the industry. You understand how you can uncover a need very quickly mm-hmm. and then provide a, and match that to the solution. I like what Larry Long Jr. says. He talks about being a matchmaker of ideas. That's how mm-hmm. we define sales, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what we want to push towards as we talk more about this new sales model.
1: James Muir, when he comes on is going to talk again about the longer cycle sale, mm-hmm. you know, cause we do have several people in the it world who are also listening and some of their, their sales cycle is over a year Yeah, it's, and they're big customers. And so it's, it's, how do you continue to court, find information, present information and move the sale forward?
0: Exactly. We've got a lot of we've got a list of people coming up that they're going to be fun to talk to again. They're going to be fun to meet. I mean, think back to the meeting with uh, Greg and N.J. Pesci <laughs> and some of their thoughts, and it was just a hysterical interview. It'd be a lot of fun to get their take on the new sales model and where it's going because they're not in traditional sales, so to speak, but they're in they're in the process of understanding the room and how to develop your concept. So that'd be really interesting to get their take on this as well.
1: Absolutely. With the with the consultative sale that they do, most times the clients know what needs to happen. And so they're walking into that. I love consulting because the best question is, well, what do you think should happen? Because more than likely the customer knows exactly what needs to happen. They just can't get it there. Right. And so but you
0: have to have an understanding of what the customer is doing. Absolutely. Before you ask that question. Absolutely. Correct. Absolutely. And that's where tracking the customers and Phil Everhart's technology and the things he talks about. That's where understanding that customer and tracking it becomes such a critical mm-hmm. piece. And there's mm-hmm. there's so much it's so involved it's kind of tough to sum it up in the 30 minutes. It'll be fun
1: as we we've spoken about a couple of times Zoom info and the data that you're able to to mine out. We are able to not only is a customer allowed to do a ton of information on our product or the product that he or she's looking for we as salespeople, if we have the right tools, we can actually mine all the information that we're looking for. Yeah, ZoomInfo has the feature where you're able to see what the company is searching. You know, what is the what what are the trending topics that they are searching, and that type of information is valuable when you're looking to promote or pitch a product.
0: Sure, and I think it was with James Muir that mentioned Gong and the different companies where the the analytics of calls. I mean. There's a lot to do here. We've got a lot of a lot of <laughs> material to cover in the next couple of years. Mike, I was
1: worried that in season one after season one, we would be sitting around saying, "Boom, we crushed it. Now we're gonna go on to talk about, you know dogs and cats and and a- other animals.
0: I don't no. think crushed it would be anywhere in the
1: description
0: <laughs> of our show so far.
1: Okay. Maybe said all that we can think of, and then we're moving on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be a better foot.
1: Yeah. But it's not that way. And entering into season two, I feel like we've just now discovered who we are. Our listeners are discovering who we are. We see this new sales model of customers have so much information how do we best fit in? Yeah. And now I, as uh, we have that, now we're ready to, okay, let's rush and let's, let's move forward.
0: Oh, there's no question. We've just scratched the surface. Oh, we're just barely getting started. Uh, I like the way you said the, the James Muir said we were theoretical. Mm-hmm. I think that's another word for we really don't have... <laughs> a, a <thought. laughs> but, but we pull in, we pull in all these individuals that have expertise and they have proven process and technology that align, that align with what we're thinking. And we, we give our audience kind of exposure to those level of experts and make them, make them available to them.
1: It's interesting. I realize that in many things, many, many things, I am relatively slow to the party. When, when COVID first started happening, I said, wow. What is COVID? Oh, it's sorry. It's, it's, it's a global (laughs) pandemic of a virus that many people got. Uh, It is uh. serious. Yeah. Really strange. As, as COVID began, just beginning, I said, wow, the hospitals are going to get overrun. We need to make sure that, you know, people aren't getting this at a rapid rate. And, I obviously missed the whole boat of flatten the curve for a day and a half as that was the trending topic. And it was, we really need to slow, slow this down. And it was, I, I, yeah, no, I was not the first person to think of it. You know, I was not the first person even to to start, you know, going down that route. And I find the same thing with the sales, what we're, what we're calling a new sales model. We're not the first people to come up with this. And we think we are. We oh, we are totally the are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just make sure you go back into the history. Yeah. And, and yeah, and you'll be able to find it. It it, it is interesting though, as we see it and we're opening up to it, we're realizing, yeah, some people have kind of been scratching the surface at this for a very long time. Nobody's really, I don't think, figured out the best way to tackle it. There's been several people, and and we'll be on Fred's podcast talking about our thoughts as well. And he's done some work there. It's really hammering it in to figure out, okay, where do we go from here?
0: I agree. As we,
1: as we look to change what we're doing, what are two or three key steps that people can take away from our, from our talk today?
0: Well, listen to each episode. The first step is leave us a five-star review. Mm -hmm. Second is to subscribe to the podcast. And the third is to send us a check. If you can't come up with a review, you need to send us that $500 minimum check. I'm kidding. But there we is. We do a- have
1: a place on our website, though, that people can donate
0: Oh yeah, uh, if you don't- <laughs>
1: to, to our cause. So, although Mike's joking, we do have an, an option that you can okay. donate. If you go to the sellingpodcast.com, you can't donate. But once again, we are so thankful for listeners such as
0: yourselves. And you mentioned it to start with. The only reason we continue to do this, and the only reason I keep doing it, is it is a lot of fun to talk to these individuals and pick their brain. Mm-hmm. And it expands my understanding of the sales process. It expands my ability to coach other sales representatives. And so I'm very thankful that, that these people or these guests are willing to join us. And I got to tell you, so far, it's been a lot of fun talking with them. I mean, I've had, I've had a lot of fun talking. Uh,
1: it's been super enlightening for me. Yeah. It's been, it's, it's definitely changed the way I've done many things.
0: And I, I, I keep coming back to the one, one thing that I've always felt about sales. There is no magic bullet. There's not one thing that a sales rep has to do, but it's a compilation of a lot of things that a sales rep should do. And all of these different guests have had little pieces or their take on what a sales rep should do. And I think it's going to be up to the listener to kind of package it the way you want to or they want to understand it. And utilize it in the day-to-day business
1: it's been fun to watch some of the analytics of the podcast because we're able to see where listeners are listening from and how they're listening and it's just interesting to note that the majority of our listeners are coming from um the apple podcast Mm -hmm. and then they're also they're on a mobile device what's interesting to me though is we see listeners all around the world we're having listeners from Australia, the UK, from Indonesia. Um, you know, we're getting. We have some um, from. I think there was one from Hong Kong the other day. It, we're we're seeing we're seeing listeners all over.
0: And I'd like to have an on-site recording session in Bora Bora. So just, <laughs> let's keep it going. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That would absolutely. Be, that'd be so much fun
1: what I've been trying to do as well is I've been looking for other sales podcasts and subscribing to other sales podcasts. I continue to enjoy the sales evangelist. You know, I've been listening to, to Fred copestake. I've also looked up just podcasts where James Muir, Veronica Romney have, have appeared. Cause I've loved listening to them and re-listening to, to some of the things they've been talking about.
0: Absolutely. And we'll have more of those other podcasts have their host on our podcast soon. And we'll even, we'll even be making a couple guest appearances on podcasts outside the selling podcast.
1: I'm looking forward to it. So in season two, we realize we talk a lot about theory. We're going to continue to go that route. We're going to continue to talk about our, the new sales model. And as we speak with individuals, new individuals and, and individuals we've already spoken with in the past, we'll get their take on the direction we're headed where we also want to to go is to give you our listener at least one or two key takeaways every week that you can do to try to influence and better how you sell so that's our goal that's our focus here in 2021 in season two of the selling podcast i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be fun mike it is such a blast to 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 talk to you every week and to see you and to hear you 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 It's just so much fun and you're (laughs) such an inspiration.
0: So I really appreciate it. It means a lot. Scott, it's it's fun recording with you. And I think your expectations are way too low.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mike, I was trying to, we'll talk more about teams and team development here in the next couple weeks. Actually, I, I was trying to realize most teams go through the forming norming or forming, storming, norming phase. We flow together very nicely. And it's in the team. I don't recall a place, a time where we actually stormed it out, though.
0: No, that's because you do all the work and I'm just along long as eye candy and <laughs> <laughs> that's an easy ride. <laughs> or
1: it could have been when I left you in the Bay Area. Yes. As yes. you were my manager and I said, peace out, I'm done. <laughs> that might have been it. Or maybe it was when you were administering the test and if I didn't pass, I was I was going to leave the company. Maybe that's when I got mad at you.
0: Willingly or unwillingly.
1: (laughs) That's really good. Mike, thanks again. I appreciate it. Listeners, thanks so much. We appreciate what you do for us. We appreciate you tuning in every week. We appreciate you sharing. We appreciate you commenting. This would not be fun without you. Well, it might be a little bit of fun, but it sure is much more fun with you coming along, you commenting, you participating, you sharing that's when we maximize our excitement
0: out of what we're doing here. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. I appreciate everything you're doing out there. And be sure to leave us some comments and subscribe. Another shameless plug. We're excited. Thanks so much. Have a great week. We'll
1: see you next week. Bye bye.